Yo, 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 we live on location out here in Orlando, me and the blackest one with the recap of the NBA Finals. So, as we last left it, it was 3-2, and, and now, now as we know, the, the Warriors went ahead and closed it out last night, Black. What you thinking? I'm proud of the, them Celtics, boy. I'm very proud of, of Lil' Jay. I'm, I'm proud of what he accomplished this playoffs and his whole season as a whole as I look back on it now. I'm, I'm very sad because I really thought they had a chance of really uh, beating this team. I think just maturity kind of sunk in. I feel like they got away from what got them there as Boston. I feel like they stopped believing in each other, and that's what it kind of looked like this last game. Now, the Warriors side, man, the closeout game was the best game as a whole team. I felt they played as a whole team. Everybody played good minutes. Everybody played positive minutes, and uh, they look good doing it. So congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, man, I'm with you. You know, extremely proud for, you know, uh, Tatum, Ime and uh, and Brown and the, the whole Celtics team. And, uh, you know, the season they had, they had a crazy playoff run, performed, you know, beyond what people definitely probably had predicted or thought they would. Tatum himself, you know, first team All NBA, had a great playoffs. Obviously, you know, came up short and 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 didn't perform the way he would have liked in the finals. But uh, I think this is like you know when you look at some of the greats, you know, MJ struggled before he got to that land. Kobe, who Young Jay, you know, what I'm saying idolizes, he struggled. We saw that when we came to the league against Utah, shooting, you know, air balls and clutch moments, and then he just used it, came back to get better. I think you know. Jay gonna go this summer and he gonna get a lot better. He gonna he got something to focus on to get better and something to drive him. So I think he gonna he gonna come back better for it. But then Warriors, boy, <laughs> we talked about it yesterday before the game. I said I, I want Boston to win, but I, I don't know. I say when you get a team like this that's been there that many times with that type of experience, and you know these dudes is. They know not to give a team life. They know not to let it get to that seventh game because they've been here before, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they play with that sense of urgency, man. Like you said, the whole team overall, everybody chipped in at, at different moments. But my man Draymond, I feel like his his imprint was all over the game, just from his energy, his enthusiasm. The boy was all over the place, getting rebounds, pushing it up the court, forcing the issue and getting them in transition and – just the way he played, he brought that tenacity, he brought that energy, he brought the nastiness. And then the one thing that I loved after the game when the series wrapped was when him and Grant Williams showed love and respect to each other because they've been dogging each other, going at it, like talking crazy and really battling and competing. And it was a dope moment to see them show each other that respect and, and, and peace up and dap each other up after the hard com competition and show that it was just just two dogs going at it and that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. You know, when you're on that court, it's like, fuck you. You know, after, after it's all said and done, Word. it's like respect, you know, at the end of it. You know, we all had them battles where it's, it's all left on the court and it's, it's a respect factor at the end. Like, uh, throughout this whole series, I felt Draymond respected them as a whole team, as a, a organization, as a coaching staff, and I feel like he he showed it, but he had to get on the, get on the court and get get gritty. Uh, Clay Thompson, man, to see what Clay Thompson went through and to get a championship, to come back and and just be a part of it and give his team the spark that he was given. You know, he's he's a defender. He was out there playing defense. He was out there. He was out there doing a, a lot of the dirty work coming off a knee injury, plus scoring. 
his energy last night was amazing. Jordan Poole, you know, tremendous job all season. He, his energy was there. Andrew Wiggins, from coming from where he's come from, when a lot of cats really doubted him, right. to have a solid game and to show that he's a solid player, he made the all-star team this year. And he came up big throughout the playoffs. He played against dogs from Luka to Tatum to them all. So you know, tip my head off to him too. You know what was interesting to me that I, I, I tweeted it last night. How many different times did we see, whether it was Draymond or Gary Payton the second, like they have throughout the, obviously throughout the season, but in big moments throughout the playoffs and in big runs, you see them take, they give themselves up on wide open jump shots and wait for either a Clay or a Poole or a Steph. Yeah. And like you see him drop it behind. Like I saw one play last night, Draymond said like two different screens for, for Steph for in Steph. one All play. Yeah. Like he handed it off, boom. Then he turned back around when it got him again. I was like, yeah. look at this, dog. Like yeah. the way they, you know what I'm saying? That type of giving yourself up and selflessness, like you, and I, I obviously we know that they are better shooters than them, but we still know that it's dudes that still shoot that ball. Like, bro, I was wide open, what you mean? Like, yeah. that shows a different level, you know what I'm saying, of, of, of commitment and belief in them, their teammates. Like you said, how they believe in each other and all that. It's on a whole nother level. That shows what the organization the type of environment they organizations created, the type of environment they coaching staff created, type of environment that they leaders in Draymond, Clay, and Steph created. Like the way they play basketball is some is the way you want to play basketball. It's so unself is so so much team oriented. Like did nobody think they was gonna be here. For them to come together, the way they play, man, Gary Payton the second, like, you know, we love Unc, you know, his mom, everybody, the whole family, we love them to death to see him just accomplish, come off an elbow injury, come back and right back where he left off. He didn't look shaking up, like after that first layup, he got the break. I think that kind of scared him. At, like, as right. soon as he came back, he, he get a wide open layup so he didn't get his feet. But after that, like defensive wise, he was like how his hands was in there, how he was like not, he was resilient, he was rebounding, he was finishing. He was doing all the dirty work that you need a, a championship team to do. And man, they got, I didn't think they had that many defenders, but looking at when Clay come back, how he defend with Andrew Wiggins, with Gary Payton, they got defenders too. The thing about Clay is that you know you've had you know big knee injuries, like I've had a back injury, like Clay ain't even himself yet. Like you, you don't really become yourself till like a year out exactly. from those type of injuries. When especially who knows how long it takes when you had two back to back like he did. But like we know from being athletes that he not even his true self, like closest to what he can really be. So that's the scary part for yeah. that. Clay, I'm so proud and happy of Clay. But Clay is, he's going to be Scottie Pippen for his career, which that's not a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? But. He's not gonna really get the credit he really deserves and what he really brings to the table because of Draymond's bright personality and just how good Steph is. But he's really a key real piece, one, and though. I think that's why Steph and Draymond always praise Clay so much because he brings something to the table that a lot of cats that he's he's not gonna get as much credit for because Steph is in the front runner of that team. Nah, the real ones know, and um, that's what make their team special. The way that all of them connect and all of them appreciate the other ones. And the biggest thing is like you saw, like even Draymond being injured when he first when Clay first came back, he wanted to start that game, be part of the jump ball because they bond is bigger than that. And that's why 
that's gonna always outweigh anything. And that's like, you know what I'm saying? Clay ain't missing no payments. He Not getting them all. big boy bags and he he breaking records too. Not so I all. mean, it, it just is what it is. This is what I want to ask you though, because the one thing that we kept talking about was the Boston's turnovers. Now, mm -hmm. Golden State was playing some hell of a defense, but I felt like a lot of those turnovers was just careless. Careless turnovers making, you know, yeah, like young careless turnover. What did you think about the whole turnover thing and how that turned out to be the game changer in the series for them? To be real, I've never seen a finals that that guys turned the ball over the way they turned the ball over. I've never seen that before in all the finals that I watched. And 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 I think that's just from immaturity, you know what I'm saying? These guys got there. I thought they would have cleaned it up of what they went through to get there, to go through KD, Giannis, and Jimmy Butler. I thought all the stuff that we was throwing at them would be cleaned up, but they got through them series some way. But uh, when they got to the championship, this team is just built in quit for it. One thing about Golden State, when they lost their first game, when they lost the third game, they never wavered from what they was on and what they believed in or what they accomplished. Like. If you look at this series the other way around, if they would have won the first three and then lost, <laughs> then lost two, then then won one more, it would have looked like a totally different series. But from Boston to get them the game one and game three, it looked like they really had a chance. But these guys just ran off three in a row on a team that didn't lose back to back games throughout the playoffs. That was that's what was and the ha second half of the regular season. So I I just heard today, I heard Charles Barkley say that in his mind and in his opinion that Steph Curry now passes our guy, Isaiah Zeke Thomas, for the best small guard in history. Do you agree with that? What's your uh, opinion on that? I don't know. I'm just a little old school. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Steph has accomplished a lot of things, and, and he definitely somebody I respect very much. But to me, my just my opinion to me, what Isaiah Thomas did in the era that he did it in, from the players and the teams that he had to beat to get a championship in the era where Detroit didn't pose to have one. You know, like Portland posed to have them championships, 76ers, like it's a lot of guys in front of them. And for Isaiah Thomas to lead that team to two championships in the era where he had to beat Magic and Larry Bird, all legends, I might need one more <laughs> from him. I might need one more from him to, to surprise Isaiah. You, you want to know the beautiful part about yeah. that is that you, you just might get one more. That's why I won't even weigh that's, in That's why that. I said because that might just solidify me. It was like, yeah, if he get three, because um, Isaiah got two. And I feel like two of them was definitely Steph. I feel like the other two, no disrespect to them, but they, they was really super teamed. It definitely... They can compete with Mike now. They compete with the legends, and, and they did a thing with KD and all that. But the two he got, I compare them to definitely to Isaiah Thomas's. But one th to me, just Isaiah Thomas's role, the era, what he had to go through, on my book, my opinion, no disrespect to nobody. I just I still got Isaiah Thomas above him, and if he give me one more, that'll solidify me. <laughs> I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna disrespect neither one of them. You know how I feel about Zeke, but Steph not through. Steph not Steph through by a long shot. I feel like he got a lot more than people think left in his tank. I think this team has more left in their tank than, than people think. I think the owners are committed to going into the luxury tax to try and pay for it to make it happen. So 
I think they, you know, that the book or the door is not closed on what them or Steph is going to add to his legacy. And obviously he's at the top of the list in in the upper echelon or whatever, but I think I'm I'm not going to comment on what I think he is until he completes it and and finishes. Yeah, I want to say this too, like uh, to backtrack on what I just said, I don't want people to take in contact that I'm not saying Steph championships are real. Steph won two championships where – the two that he he won that he should the other one that he should got the final MVP. Then was two championships where did nobody think Golden State was finna win the championship on both of them. The first championship he won, did nobody think Golden State was finna go to the championship and beat LeBron James now. Like that that didn't happen. And this one where everybody kind of wrote them off and didn't think they was going to go all the way to the finals and do it. So I definitely really do respect them two championships and them definitely was two hard championships. To win, so I just want to state that. So, what about this? Since you're the big Brady fan, and you always talking about how the Patriots is a dynasty and all of this, like, do they qualify as a dynasty right now? No. The no. word, the word's not a dynasty. Why? No, they're not a dynasty because they didn't win three in a row. Like, I always felt dynasties was like you ran off three in a row. That was always a dynasty for me. Like when. Shaq and Kobe ran off three in a row. That was a dynasty. When Jordan did it twice, that was a dynasty. Like the Celtics back in the day, that was a dynasty. Like if you don't win three championships in a row, to me, that's not a dynasty. When him and KD won it and that third one, would have to me, that would have made the dynasty. So nothing against them. I feel like, yes, they definitely – won a championship, but to be like a dynasty, they had, out of all them teams, they had championships. They didn't had all different teams. We didn't watch the core of one team win three in a row. And then we called that a a dynasty. So no disrespect to them, but I don't think it's a dynasty. But I do think it's amazing. Do you think the Warriors are, are a dynasty? I would say so, man. I would say they dynastic. Like, they went to five straight finals and then Clay Thompson got hurt for two years. They missed it. And as soon as he came back, they back and won. <laughs> like, they got four chips as a core, them guys, man. That's to me, that's dynastic. They they, they when you look at when you look at the the numbers and the statistics to go along with it, they reside with Timmy, Manu, and Tony, and you know what I'm saying, Bosch. LeBron, Wade, they up there with all of the, all of them, you know, KG, all of those records, that's where they sit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, they are, to me, they dynastic. I mean, I feel like yeah, but they still got a chance. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. They didn't get three in a row. I understand uh, that. Is it, so you agree, dynasty is three in a row? No. You I don't feel agree like. A dynasty is three no, in I a row. feel like, I feel like, no, I. Listen, I feel like if you get three in a row, you're absolutely a dynasty. But I'm saying, like, to get two in a row, to get four as a core over that four and what six eight years eight like years. eight years that to me that's yeah you dynastic bro like you got you got a handful of rings and you still in your prime like to me you you yeah yeah you dynasty to me mm-hmm. how dope is it for Steve Curry all Steve Curry do is win championships yeah <laughs> yeah like, man, I heard him say he say you know I'll do is hang around all, uh, the best players and yeah, just Steve, win chips Steve Curry is, is very blessed but uh. I think at the end of his, he he might not get the credit he deserves either because, because his team, players, because, because the players, the players and, and his team is so good. But he made a lot of adjustments. He did a lot of things for a coach to give in on how they play and play the way they play. Back in the, in our day, them was the Don Nelson guys in a league that 
they wasn't doing that. For him to really be freely on how they play, the shots they take, encourage them to be aggressive in the way they be aggressive. He might not get the credit that he's deserved, but he definitely blessed. <laughs> oh, no, that's a fact. I definitely feel like he's one of because, you know, just like when Phil came to the Bulls, it was like it wasn't no secret. I, we can't say whether it was about to happen, but we know it happened as soon as he got it to him. Same yeah. thing for when he got to the Lakers. So, obviously, it was something to that. And I feel like same thing with, with Steve Kerr. Is, is, you know, obviously, Mark Jackson teed it up for him, but he could have came in and messed it up. Yeah. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't mess it up. He ran him off like he was supposed to. The table was set for him, and he, to his credit, he didn't mess it up, and he's developed a relationship and a bond that, you know, great coaches do. Like, when he had to make those decisions to take Draymond out in and out of the game, yeah. if he doesn't have that relationship and that bond and the respect from Draymond, that could have went a whole different way. It definitely could because coaches, uh, when a player got a bright personality like that and, and a coach sees that, all the players will really kind of follow him more than they'll follow me. Yeah. There's sometimes that come with a conflict of interest. For him to let Draymond, not only mean let, because he's not letting nobody do nothing, but for him to allow Draymond to be himself and to to understand that he he needs this this freedom to really be the heart of this team. I think that's that's definitely a player's coach, a coach that was a player, know how it is and know what it takes to be a championship. What do you see for Boston next year? Because, I mean, you know, this could have easily went the other way and they'd be crowned the champions and it's, you know, all of this positivity. So I don't want to make it seem like because they lost that they still shouldn't have a positive look coming into next year. They got they had a really young core. None of those guys ever played in the finals. They got young players, young pieces. Like, what, what do you think their outlook is? He made, this To me, like a lot of people said, this has been this many years with Jalen and Jason. I say, I feel like this is the first year yeah. with Eme at the helm, with Brad Stevens in the front office and yeah. with them going in this direction. So I think they got a fresh outlook. Looking back on it, and this is fresh off the, off the championship, they definitely need some helps in some areas. They definitely need some shooting. They got to find themselves and just believe in themselves. Like they, I feel like they got all the talent in the world that can, can match up with every team in the NBA. They can definitely compete in a series with every team in the NBA. And this series should show them because they was in a nice position. But they need a little bit more help, a little bit more roster adjustment. But uh, I think the biggest thing for them is just believing in themselves. One of the things that I was kind of disappointed in by the championship series, I felt like what got them here, what got them there, they went away from it. It started turning to more individual where it looked like everybody who touched the ball turned the ball over. And that's not what got them there. They believed in each other. They depended on each other. They believed in the shots and the selection that guys was taking and doing. And uh, I just think the lights just got a little bit bright for them. And, but I think the biggest thing is just believing in each other in, in core because that's what got them there. Man, so what you see, what you see happening? This is this is a wrap on the last of the season. What who you see coming in early is it just? I mean, obviously you got the draft and free agency, but from what we know now with the team set up, who you looking at coming in the next year is is like them people that's gonna be contenders. I'm excited for the Clippers, bro. <laughs> like like I'm, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm a big, big <laughs> quietly they you over know, there. You know, they I'm a Clipper representative. Not only I'm a client, I'm the president. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a Clipper representative, but I'm I'm real excited for the Clippers, man. Just off of man, what Ty Lue did with them guys, not having both of his stars there, uh what PG came started with and what he what he ended with, I'm I'm excited for him. And to see Kawhi come back and see what they're gonna do in LA. 
I'm excited for Darvin Ham and, and Rasheed Wallace no more. Man, uh, shout out to, to the OG For Darvin Ham to even get an opportunity to coach for a historic franchise like that is, is, man, it's a beautiful thing. And just to see Rasheed Wallace on the Lakers staff is just crazy to me. I'm I want to see the impact that he has on AD. Yeah, I'm, I'm real excited. I want to see that. Excited for him. And um, I'm excited for free agency. I'm excited to see what is going to go on. Uh, St. Louis representative, definitely. Um, I'm excited to see uh, what's going to happen with my guy Bradley Bill. You know? Had to get the St. Louis reference. You know? Represent. What about you? Me too. I'm super hyped about about the Clippers. You already know. I feel like they loaded up over there. I feel like they got starters that's coming off the bench that could be starting somewhere. So I'm I'm, I'm excited. I I just hope to, you know, good health and, and. after that, we we could do what we got to do. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for the Magic to see who they – they got the number one pick, see how they're going to have some some guys being healthy back this year, see what they're going to be able to do. But definitely excited to see, you know, the Lakers get a chance to be fully healthy. I want to see all of the guys get back fully. I want to see Milwaukee with Middleton back. I want to see teams at full strength. It's going to be intriguing to see what happens in Brooklyn with, with, with Kyrie, whether it's going to be a – and how that all plays out with the extension, guarantees, and all of that stuff, and the noise and the whispers you hear over there, how that's going to impact what KD wants to do, whether mm-hmm. Ben Simmons, what, how that plays out, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, then you look over in Philly, James Harden coming back after a full summer get to get healthy and be back at it, and Joel Embiid getting f- fully healthy. Yeah. So, you know, it was a lot of different injuries, and you know how that, that whole – the pandemic ran into a three-year craze of the three seasons in a row. I feel like this is gonna be like the first summer where guys really get back to their normal schedule, where they can, where they get off. You know, the season has ended the regular time in June, and then they can get be on their regular schedule as far as like rest, rehab, and working out and getting the summer to really be in the gym where it's not, you know, you ain't got to be quarantined. You can really go to the gym and compete and play against each other. So guys will come in a bit more sharper and things like that. So. I think this is going to be a great year, man. I think, you know, the young players are getting that much better. You got you got Memphis coming back. They got to be looking for blood, looking for Jamal Murray to be back playing with Denver and how they going to be. Then you look over in Utah and what's going to happen with Donovan Mitchell. Is he going to be there next year or not? And that whole situation with they got to get a new coach. Rudy Gobert could be gone and could be somewhere else. So, like you say, man, that's the, that's the best thing about the NBA. We didn't kind of – made ourselves relevant the whole year round where we can hold the audience attention and stuff like that. So I'm definitely excited for everything. It's one more thing I'm very, very excited for this upcoming this year. I'm I'm very excited to see LeBron James become all-time leading scorer. I feel like uh, close to the end of the year, make sure he's healthy and he's he's putting his games in. But uh, I just want to see that. I, that was one of them records that I didn't think would really be touched. I thought Kobe would have had a shot at it. But to see LeBron continue his career, to see him accomplish that, I'm excited to see that this year. Straight up. All right, man, that's a wrap, man, on the NBA Finals for 2022. This is the Knuckleheads live on location, man. That's actually a wrap on the whole 2022 NBA season, man. We over and out, but we still going to be around all summer long, man. Knuckleheads coming at you. Tap in. Straight up. Great season. Shout out to the Warriors. Congratulations. World champs.
All right, we want to thank y'all for your continued support of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also find all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast and join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. The Players Tribune.com.